What's going on, guys? How y'all doing, man? Y'all doing all right? We good. I'm good. 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 I'm good. Putting in the work. Putting in the work. That's what's up, Sanjay. I like to hear that. How has your week been, Sanjay? It's been like two weeks, Sanjay. What you been up to? It's good. I actually went to Miami over Saturday. Uh oh. A friend moved down. So it's pretty sweet. Uh, man. Miami is a different level. Especially when it comes to girls, man. DC, you wouldn't make it through two blocks. <laughs> <laughs> My boy, you went to Miami in the middle of a pandemic. That's all I'm sitting here thinking. Like, wait a minute. <laughs> hey, look. It's it's the, ass. Pandemic. the ass don't you stop. You go to Miami. Now, he said he yeah. helped his friend's uh, mood, though. So, that's different. It's not like, like he, was out, out. he wasn't out. Like, were you, did you go to the clubs, Sanjay? Nah. Nah, see, I mean, we walked out. Like, you know, I mean, people were walking and with like, but everybody has like mask on. You know, things close at a certain time, so you know. I got a question: Are bitches still hot if they wear masks? Like, yeah. the body. I mean, you can just you know the clothes, <laughs> clothes and you know the body. You can just tell. I don't even. If I and see this, and you, more like, I can still tell if you're pretty from this. You never seen a lot of. Bro, that's cause all you need is pretty face, bro. That's all you. That's can all. Tell. You, can, you can still tell. The only thing that may be messed up is if they pull the mask off and they have like a huge ass mole right here. You'd be like, damn, got my ass. But fine bodies, and I don't know. Everybody's like into kind of like the beach lifestyle, or you know. We've we've been talking about Miami a lot during this fucking podcast. Sunday, Miami at eleven. <laughs> I know. I've been to their stadium, but dude, I love their their stadium. Looks pretty cool. It's almost like a soccer like stadium. It's like open, but they have a little bit of cat canopies over the seating area. So that's nice. Nice. Shad, how you feeling, bro? Man, honestly, I mean, I'm good, but it's been an up and down week for me. Good week. I feel that. I personally feel that on a on a spiritual level, my guy. Like, yeah, it, it's. I don't know. I, I can't describe this week, man, because I'm going to be real with you. Like, I think it was – so we didn't go to work Monday, but Tuesday I was, like, on this natural, like, happy high, and I rode that jugger for about two days, and then, like, Thursday it just took a nosedive where I was just like, eh. Bro, I, I feel that. I was supposed to go to Puerto Rico this past week, and last time I went to Puerto Rico I felt, like, amazing for three months after I came back from Puerto Rico. Like, I was in – like the best spirit, the best mood. Like, couldn't nobody bring it down. Like, fuck what you saying. Like, I'm a smile. You can call me whatever you want to call me, but I'm gonna still smile while I'm cussing your ass out. You know, the whole time. You know, <laughs> and, and and I was, you know, I was excited to go to Puerto Rico. It got canceled. That sucks and everything. And then I decided, you know, be an adult and not go anywhere because, you know, like like Shad said, it was a pandemic you know i had a chance to go to orlando you know what i'm saying but i was like you know what i am not <laughs> no nah, not, not with florida with all them uh cases you could have came down here my boy i should have bro i should have man dude, florida did not get a podcast from the house dude they're today. opening schools uh they don't care around that is here, so man. crazy right opening school they don't give a fuck about anybody dude, it's all about the money man if the kids go to school then people can go to work you know the average people I, man, I, I, it's like their daycare. I, the school I, is literally you know, a daycare. It is I, now, now. That is the truth. Like, like it does make sense. Like, like what are the parents who have to work gonna do about their kids being at home? But I mean, I feel like you can set a curriculum where they can. Everybody got computers, and if not, y'all can re- make them responsible, and y'all can be responsible and give them computers. And you know, it's find yeah. a different solution, bro, because. Little motherfuckers, little kids don't be washing their hands. These teachers are going to be getting dicked out because they're not getting their bonuses and nothing like that. It's so messed up. They're going to be getting what? Dicked out. Like, fuck. <laughs> okay, I just want to make sure I heard it right. They're going to be getting fucked. I feel, like, I, I feel, like, I feel like it's, it's really Drafted. unfair Yo. to ask a teacher to go work. So, so I was literally about to ask, so who's digging down a teacher? I was literally about to ask that. I, no, no, I didn't mean like that. <laughs> I, was, I was like, but uh, to to add, well, not to add on it, but to kind of, I guess to counteract that, I, I don't necessarily see it that way. 
because I see more issues coming about. I see what they're talking about. They want to start school because, like, there's going to be education gap, which I read somewhere that it might be. But, you know, we got kids that have been out for, say, two years or well, a year and a half a semester. You know, you're talking about the gap for what they're supposed to be learning in years change. Um, so de definitely there's a need, but there's also this thing where you're concerned about the pandemic. But the next thing I look at is you got so many kids in rural areas that don't have access to internet. So it's going to make it kind of tough to do a virtual um, curriculum um, like that. I, I, it, it puts a lot of people at risk. And I, I mean, know they're but this shows you what America should have been focusing on. You got so many big ISPs and so many big com companies like Comcast, like AT&T. Instead of monopolizing the places that you do have, why haven't they been trying to get, you know, internet out to everyone? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's it's 2020. Everybody needs to be logged in. Everybody needs to have access to internet. And that's the truth. Hold on. I'm going to tell you, DC, you should know this. The expense of running fiber is quite expensive. Yeah, but you don't have to run fiber. Fiber? Yeah, you don't have to run fiber. Fiber you can is just, satellite. You can do... Yeah, fiber and is yeah, just and, the new, and Those the places new already thing. have infrastructure running. Like, they have power lines running to it, you know? It's not like some of the shit's set up. Hell, a city can pay for... Like, a lot of cities have... A lot of major cities have Wi-Fi all around the city free for their their people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so provided by can, Verizon. You yeah. can... Yeah, you can do that. Xfinity has it, too. You can but get that in a little small-ass town. They, the town just has to put that in their budget. They go some of that money you can pull away from. Who? Yep. Militarizing the police. There you I, go. I, I, Bam. So they're all back to it, man. There goes that money. No, I, it's, it is about money. But you're looking at small rural communities um, that don't have a lot of resources like that. They're already struggling with school, with a tax base to fund schools and stuff like that. I don't. I don't. I don't see it happening that way. I mean, and I, and I get what y'all are saying about like about. But, but yeah, the, like, that, like those communities, don't they have a town hall? Like they have basic stuff where, like you know, they can put three routers up for five hundred people and it'll cover their downtown area. True, man. But you talking about uh, you talking about everybody in the town or students coming up there to be on Wi-Fi? Do you not understand how much bandwidth it takes up? You gonna slow down your internet access depending on how many people you. I mean, it's the type of service you need. On, on, uh, you just provide yeah, a commercial it really internet. Is. It really is depending on, how, on what it is, but it also depends on the on your access point. So there, there's a lot of different var variations to it, man. Like I, I, I hear you, but I'm also just like ah, because I, don't I know, know we're already at five G. Every year, there's a new G, bro. Five G, six G, seven G. Like you know, I, I think they can do it, man. You're not, you're not looking at it like I'm looking at it like from a text from a text point. You're just saying, you're just saying, okay, I know these people have this capability. They should be able to do it. And I'm telling you that it's difficult to do. And, and it's not. And then when you talk about budget, too, as well, on these small towns, you're putting an extra strain on them. Like that's But, this, you know, those small towns, rural areas, they're, they're kind of funded by the county. You know, the, it's the county taxes, you know, that kind of supports it. And the county can, does get a good amount of revenue. Uh, and actually, that's how the federal funds is distributed. You know, it goes to the state. Then from the state, it goes to the counties. So, you know, we could have federal funds that, you know, distributes and helps with this. Same thing like DC was talking about, you know. It's just like, what do you want to put your money towards? Like, yeah, instead of giving a trillion God, dollars tax cut. It all depends on who's running, your, who's running, who you're electing, and then getting these ideas, ideas like Sanjay has, you know, because I feel it. Like, you can't do everything. I understand that. You really can't do everything. So it's just, you know, people just got to get out, vote, and hope they can get somebody with some progressive ideas in here that can, you know, unfortunately now we got 2020, we got to fucking, it's going to be hard, man, right now because you got these people, they're going to go back to school no matter what. But shit, they're going to make, they're going to make these college students and like the schools around us, man, they're going to make them have one class on campus and all the rest of their classes online just so uh -huh. they can charge them full tuition. I think somebody mentioned this, like businesses have been, the production level has been the same, right? For a lot of businesses that's been working, you know, virtually and stuff. Not every yep. type of work, but, you know, people that can, you know, like education, you can do a lot of it on, you know, online. 
Sam. Well, I think part of that transition, um, the, Sanjay, you're right. I think a lot of that has to really do with the fact is that the reason why a lot of these businesses who are having uh, successful, who are being successful in maintaining their productivity is because they already have the uh, capacity to work from home. Like, you know, yeah. Sanjay, you and I work in an architecture office. Like, me working from home was a seamless transition. That's because we already had had everything set up to where if something like this did happen, we were good to go. We were already But I know, working. like, kids, like my niece and, uh, like, her, like, a lot of her homework is already online. And this is in Mississippi, though. She has to do assignments and stuff that was, like, already on, you know, the school websites mm -hmm. and stuff. So maybe they just expand on that, you know? I do. I think, Sanjay, they, they – I agree, Sanjay. They definitely got to come up with, uh, I think what it is is that this is causing the education system um, to really kind of rethink. And I think this is a great opportunity for us to rethink the American education system because I think for the last like 20 years, it's really been lacking, um, you know, in, in the United States, it's been slowly like falling down year after year in the categories of math, science, um, and, and reading every year. And I think this is a good opportunity since new technology has been integrated into society in the last 20 years, more so in the last 10 years. Um, and it's changed the way that we do uh, education, especially at the, uh, at the college level where we started offering online classes and courses. Um, I, I think this is a good opportunity for that. Yeah, definitely, man. Yeah. I, I think this is a, it, it, here, just on that note, I think here's where cell phones come into play a lot more than they ever had as far as education wise, right? You got you got platforms like Blackboard that you can use now, but I think they're gonna play there's gonna be more platforms like that they're gonna play a more of a major role in education. Definitely. Now Definitely. that um now I think I I'm I'm with saying that I think this it's about time we have a a look at our education system. And this may be able you can make stuff more personal and where you can graduate faster or slower, however you want to do it. Um, because you can pretty much work at your own pace, maybe. Yeah. And, and, and just one last thing, DC. Um, so yeah. I, you know what? Cause countries already have taken this step and it's just that the United States being a first world country, we're just way behind the curve on this. China's already made those strides. Um, um, parts of Europe have already made those strides. Like we're just behind the eight ball. Man, do you want to know why? You want to know why we like that? Why? Cause we're America. We all we do what we want to do. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, that's just a quick point on that. We we don't we don't follow. We lead. I make Even one more point. Like... No, you're right, man. I make one more point though. Like. Unfortunately, we like you said, we are America, but I saw a, a report this week that said America was the worst developed country to raise a family in. Yeah. I was like, what? Not America. Not America. So. Not, I, I, I mean, I, I want to dispute it because I don't necessarily believe that. And I know America is not the greatest no. country on earth or whatever, like, but no universal health care. No, um, this primarily is a prime example. This pandemic, how we re reacted to it is primary, uh, like a pan, like we're too stuck in our ways. We're too Dude, everything busy happened. trying to fight each other in Congress. We're too busy trying to, pull out our dicks and measure it instead of, you know, the, the great thing about, about America is yes, we are, you know, we're leaders. But the thing is, unfortunately we're, we're so big of leaders that everyone wants to be a leader instead of all of us having a leader. And then, you know, a leader that actually is trying to get God us for everyone, you know what I'm saying? God for everyone. And that's the sad thing about all of this. You know, we have to have one, one leader who is, who has the greater good of everyone in their, in their mind, not just the rich, not just the poor of everyone. You know what I'm saying? And that's the unfortunate you're, thing. You're, you're talking about government and just leading the people that are misinformed, not well-educated America. Get them, get them educated, man. I want to, I want America, I want America to compete with India in math and science. That's the truth. 
I hear you. You just gotta like the thing is like you gotta add stuff, programs and stuff like after school tuition, tutor. Well, I think we like all right. So part of the issue that we're having here, I'm, no, this is great that we're talking about education. This is actually pretty pretty cool. All right, so part of the issue is is that I, we've been kind of been stuck in like our education system for like the last hundred years, and it hasn't changed. And part of the thing is is that. Instead of students sitting in a classroom eight hours a day, what they need to be doing is make the students go to school year round, make them go to class four hours a day, and then they spend two to three hours in tutoring. That's how you improve it. A lot of these kids lack that. A lot of these kids, especially kids in like urban, uh, urban schools, like they need like more one on one time. What was that, Sanjay? It's like more one on one time. You know, you get a little Absolutely. bit more focused. And you get to develop, and you know, like if you don't understand the concept or whatever it is, you know, it's more Absolutely. back and forth. Okay, that's okay. Why, so that's why China uh, thrives so much in the United States is because we have this one system, and it's like you, if you can do well in it, you'll do well, but if not, you're just going to get left behind. And you know, that's like another way to pay teachers. Like you should be able to get, you know, you get the, that's bonus pay, and it should be maybe overtime, you know, like an hour and a half, because you know, maybe you don't spend the same amount of tuition time, but you know, you still get, you know, compensated for doing the good work that's dope sanjay i like that here we go so man to, so you're through. saying make school like college uh, basically year round this is what i'm hearing yeah. Essentially. i mean maybe kids. you started a certain grade you know maybe like because you know you do need to kind of t teach the fundamentals you know like when you're one through elementary school like abc yeah. basic you know just yeah. maybe like Starting I mean, if you don't do that, because other countries start testing too earlier, but it's like to see if you're going to get into what high schools and stuff you're going to get into. Yeah, but I mean, scores. there's other schools that once they get out of school, they're, you know, sending out dentists and sending out everything. You know what I'm saying? From once they get out of high school, they got maybe two years in dental school. They already know what they want to do in life. You know what I'm saying? And that's crazy. But that brings me I do admit that we got off subject. One more person. Sam, how you feeling this week, bro? Man, I didn't think we were going to get around to it, bro. I promise I was going to squeeze it in there at some point. I was like, bro, Sanjay and Chad don't stole the show again. And we going down this rabbit hole. And it's a good rabbit hole. This is yeah, Sam, I think you got your piece in. Everybody got their stay in. Yeah, I got to speak on what we were talking about, but nobody got, you know, I didn't get asked. Nobody asked my before. guy how he's feeling. That's what he's saying. How you spoke up? He's too shy. He should have spoken we, up. Hey, let me tell you about my day. This is how it was, you know. <laughs> anyway, anyway, look, I'm doing good, guys. I'm down. I found out I'm down six. I'm down six pounds. I'm 194 pounds as light as I've been since 2015. So I'm feeling Woo good, moving good. What? Yeah, man. So, uh, you know, I, I'm great. I'm doing great. You've been hitting the gym up in the apartment and running or what? Yeah, man, just doing a lot of uh, – man, I'm not hitting the gym, so I'm doing a lot of body workout, and it's a lot of cardio mixed in it. So it's just been really good for me, like, getting my endurance up and, you know, me not having to put all that stress on my body from adding extra weight and doing weights. It's just all my natural body movements, mm -hmm. and, and, it's, and it's doing well. I've been on it for five weeks, and, uh, man, it, and, you know, I feel great. My waistline nice. down, good. Face a little less chubby. You are a little pudgy or thick, you know? Yeah, man. A little thick. Thick Sam. <laughs> yeah, but I'm good. You see, thanks, you thick Sam. <laughs> <laughs> hell no, nah, Sanjay. Go to hell for that. Uh, <laughs> Ain't no way you call that man thick. Thick Sam. <laughs> he was buff, man. He had that chest, bro. He was like London. Love it, bro. Oh my God. Oh, man, you said I had moves. Yeah, yeah. You said I had man titties. No, no, you didn't have moves. I mean, you're still defined, but just more big. You know, you're just bigger. All right. So yeah. on the topic of titties, can we talk about Lou Williams leaving the bubble to go to the gentleman's club, man? Yeah, what? we can. <laughs> we can definitely talk about that right now, my <laughs> God. That's actually one of Wait, my. Yeah, bro, did y'all not see that shit, man? Lou Williams said he left the bubble, my boy. To go to what was it? What is it? Magic it, City in Orlando to get. He said he got some food. What, really? bro? You go, you go from Orlando to Atlanta to get food, money? No, he. They have a Magic City in Atlanta. I mean, in Orlando. I thought he said he went to Atlanta. I was like, what the heck? I thought he was like a family emergency or some. No, 
Oh man, he just left the bubble, man. And uh man, that's that's crazy. Like we knew this was going to happen though. Like those NBA players were going to be stuck in that no, bubble. No, he did before. go to Atlanta. My bad. He oh. did go to Atlanta. <laughs> what? How, how do you go from that brings me back to my point? How do you go from Orlando, right? And then go to Atlanta. Say you just going to get some food, my boy. Like he you go, things, my boy. God, dog. He said he wanted. Uh, he said just. He didn't like Buffalo Wild Wings. He wanted some real deal strip club wings, bro. They're undefeated, bro. Hey, you know what? Strip club food ain't bad, but I'm just saying. I ain't never had a strip club. Y'all damn lie. <laughs> you got to go at a weird time of the day to eat at a strip club. You got to go at y'all some horny motherfuckers. You got to go. Right, hey, dude. You know, apparently, Redskins owner did that shit too. Just throw it in there. Didn't he? No. Like, he had business owner. Dan Snyder had some business meetings in a strip club. Or or the Jets. I don't know. One of, one of the shitty teams. One of those dysfunctional shitty owners. Team. Hold up, Trap. Shitty team. And oh, the shitty us, owner, my bad. Not the don't, team. Don't call us don't the Red Ends anymore, man. We, Washington, Washington football. Washington football team. football team. Yeah, it's going to be the hard. Washington yeah. football team. And that's okay with me. As a fan, I'm okay with that until we find a new name. You know why? There's – there's so many soccer teams that I I love. Barcelona, Barcelona Football Club. There you go. Basic ass names. Why are they clowning us? They shouldn't clown us, bro. There's plenty it's of just a club. But yeah. hold on, hold on, my boy. This ain't soccer. And secondly, exactly. What I was gonna say? Something else about that. Liverpool soccer Football Club, Club champions. champions. Oh, what about Lou Williams? Yeah, it was. Let's get back to him. I, I, I think mean, I mean if somebody gotta go see some titties, you gotta go see some titties. Just admit that you want titties. That's all you gotta do. Just admit that you want and you ain't go for no goddamn wings. Admit you saw the titties, man. That's really because Lou Williams is the guy who Drake outed about having two girlfriends. Look, I don't tell y'all this. Lou Williams didn't drive or did not fly from Orlando to 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 Atlanta to see some titties. He went there to to, to so. Thank you. I didn't want. I was trying to think of a, a nice way to put it without being like, uh, "Is he married uh, or I don't know?" I, mean, I guess he's he's not, I don't think he's married, man. That man I'm just gonna say it. he went to get him some pussy, probably. And that's what it was. God damn, I mean, he just wanted to stop my strip club. I think we were just talking about this. They should let like family members or significant other, you know, come visit. And before they come, you know, they have to quarantine for two days or whatever themselves. And there's like a meetup spot. I don't know. A meetup spot, hey, <laughs> hey, like a logical visit room. <laughs> yeah, I, I was about to say that, bro. They need a boom they, boom room. What they? What, no, it's like a fam- they No, they have another hired. hotel just for the family. You know, you you have no, your family bro. guests come stay in that hotel. Hold on, what they hired? They come having a brothel. To like, yeah, that's what I was about to say. What they just hired holes, right? <laughs> to like the brothel, to be there, you know, bro. You walk. This is good thing they're in fucking Orlando. If they were in Miami, I'm pretty sure we talked about this. We talked about this like two, like they gotta come out. Them hoes gotta come out. You know what I'm saying? The Orlando's probably, Orlando is probably popping right now, yeah, low key. But I mean, they can't make it. Nashville, Nashville closes everything at like ten o'clock, right? No, man, it's still opening, man. Everything's still open. No, I'm saying, but, but they at, have a at night time? they close. They have a curfew though, right? Uh, yeah, but it's like loosely enforced. Okay. Honestly. Certain places, because I have a friend that was in Nashville this weekend, and she said that uh, they they had got kicked out of their their the concert they were at at ten o'clock. Concert? What the fuck? Yeah, they were yeah at if you're at a concert, they probably are. But if you're like out, probably like some of the bars and fucking... stuff, you probably still stay there for a while. Sanjay, what about you? There's the a curfew where you at? Uh, not really, but things are closed. Yeah, I think the restaurant there is time limit. I think where, yeah. how long they can stay. Damn. Open. I mean, Shad. Curfew. Uh, you know the the actually the governor put in a um for a couple of counties in Mississippi and DC you should be familiar with this. Tate Reeds put in a, a mandatory mask for several counties of that had uh high COVID numbers. Um, on four counties. Uh, uh-uh, it should be, but you know, man, I'll be honest with honest with you, oh Tate Reed ain't gonna get reelected after this one, my boy. He ain't gonna make it. it he's just trying to save face right now, in, in my honest belief. Um, because it, it, it's 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 like, first of all, you getting a flag change without a vote, and now you're mandating counties to like 
to wear a mask. I these folks ain't with that stuff, what? Oh, Taylor, he gonna be out here in four years, buddy. He gone. Yeah. But the thing is, the unfortunate thing is people don't know it's it's for the best. Like the mask whole mask thing is for the it best. It is. It is, but that's the sad thing that he's it's almost political suicide for him, but he's doing the right thing. And I feel like he's doing the right thing. And he's probably not gonna make a second term because of it. Yeah. Unfortunately that happens, man. But has he does he have any good other policies actually help Mississippi get better or is he just a bum? Hey, my, from what I've been from what I've been following, he's low key a bum. <laughs> if he, I mean, yeah. Then if he has to go, then go. I mean, but unfortunately, this this state's not gonna they they're not gonna get anyone who's progressive for this state. The state's gonna be the last oh. state. For I know. Maybe at least somewhere, at least middle, maybe center. You know, at least halfway there. You know. Yeah, that would be good. I mean, I, I feel like I'm in the middle myself. Yeah, feel, yeah. like yeah. center left. Like you can be center left or center right, you know. Yeah. I just want to be or center. Or just center. I don't, I don't, I don't just center, right. yeah. Just be in the center, center, man. Like, I don't want you to be center left. I don't want you to be center right. I just want you to be like common sense, man. Be Do something for the people. Like the com- that um, needs a, That's what they need, a common sense party. But the, the thing is, dude, awesome, you think about bro. common sense, the other thing is it goes down to value, what people value, you know, if they – Want to help, you know, if they believe in that, you know, helping other people out, you know, especially when it comes to money, you know, it's when you're spending money and, you know, yeah. but there's some people don't like it. It's kind of like the survival of the fittest, you know, kind of the natural I say, order in a way. I say, I say we, one of y'all run for something and start a party and call it the common sense party. That's too close the to common party, buddy. That's not going. They're like communist party. <laughs> yeah, they don't. Them folks be like, it's the communist party. Like, no, it's the common sense. No, it's the communist. <laughs> it's yeah. it'll, it'll get changed, bro. Nah, no, no. Maybe That's it just proved the point that you don't have common sense. <laughs> 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 like that was the whole point. Like, yeah. Uh. Uh-huh. Man, what else has been going on in sports, though? I was about to say, oh, speaking of sorry teams, bro. Y'all see that, uh, what's the boy from uh, the Jets got traded? Uh, Adams. Uh, Jamal Adams, yeah. Jamal Adams. <laughs> Sam Seattle, over there, happy bro. as hell. Huh? Sam's a low-key Seahawks fan. Yeah, man, I'm happy he, about that. He's he a low-key. He, he has his team. AFC team, which is the Colts, and he has the Seahawks, so. Yeah, man. Depends on who's winning, who he's rooting for. <laughs> hey. That's true. <laughs> I do like multiple teams. I mean, you have one team, but do you like? I can't. I can't be mad at that. I'm a. I'm a red. Oh, I'm gonna say it. I'm a Washington football team fan, and then I like. Um, uh, I don't actually have an AFC team right now. I guess I. I mean, because it's close to home, I'm gonna root for Baltimore to win. Plus, I want to see Lamar Jackson win one. But I don't oh, want dude. people to know that. I don't want people to be like, "Oh, he's only doing that just because they're a playoff team." Nah, I mean. I like the Bills too, so maybe let's go with the Bills. It's my AFC. Bill Mafia. I, I, no, I like know, the Bills, bro. You know what's funny, bro, about the Washington football t- team thing now is watching like people there on ESPN struggle with it because they'd be like red and they'd be like football team, or they'd be like Redskins for call, and you can see like disappointment in their face, like they don't said it. Yeah, Somebody it's like, called this, uh, Alabama North. You really, you really want to like. I want to get on the train. I want to say, you know, I want it a change for them. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like also, you know, it's it's been my part of my life. I've been rooting for them for damn near 20 years. Yeah, but they don't have a name. The, the, the can we, hey, can we just uh, can we just start calling them the Red Wolves? I like this. They, I do yeah. like it, bro. I do so like just call them that. I like it, man. Make like it happen. This. We're just gonna start the trend. Fuck it. We, yeah, we're gonna, yeah, we're going red wolves. Hey, hey, I'm all with it until some, until they uh, I'm all with it until like they choose another name and now I'm screwed because I want to call them the red wolves and all that stuff. <laughs> Two hey, minute man, warning, vote, bro. We voted. You gotta we're fight for it. Wolves. You gotta fight for that shit. You gotta fight for the right. <laughs> I don't know what's going on after that. I don't know. <laughs> so, man, next topic. Um, so, a bunch of major league sports started back. We had the MLS is back tournament. That's pretty much over with. They're in their round of 16 now. Baseball started back. Basketball started back. Uh, soccer finished overseas pretty much. 
what are y'all most excited to see and what are y'all what are y'all predictions? Let's Well, I'm gonna, Go ahead. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm excited to see basketball back on. Um, for for one reason, um, to see the rookie talent from last year, to see how they develop over the past couple of months, um, and to see some of these new draftees that the teams have picked up too in that time since the pandemic happened. Man, it's like a whole. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's like a whole new season. I know we talked about this, like being not being an aspect, but. Damn it, man. We might have to put one on it because it's just a unique situation, man, because you get players that you didn't have from the draft. So you got to – basically, you got a whole new team, bro. So, like, uh, it's well, – it's, 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 well, Chad, they haven't really drafted uh, this next year's group of people. They haven't gra- drafted anybody yet. You know what I'm saying? But like John Moran and them still playing, all of them. Speaking of, they are up right now on the Rockets by like ninety-two to eighty-six. So, Ooh. what's that boy? Hey, you know one thing I like about it is, did he get drafted this year? or Was that last year? Who drafted last year? I think last year, John Moran and Zion got drafted last year. Oh, ball, ball. Yeah, ball, ball. I don't know how to say it. Like that nigga is balling, bro. Yeah, he is balling. The Nuggets are interesting, dude. They're all like giant trees. They're trying to be like the uh, the Bucks, you know, tall dudes that can shoot and you know a little bit of defense. The, the Bucks have been like I know they're just scrimmage games, but if this but shows, they scored eighty point right in half in one half, like in one half, anything. If this shows anything, the Bucks are going to be scary, and I actually want to say they're probably going to win the NBA championship because yeah. they look unbeatable. They look like dude. no matter what you put up, whoever whoever you bring to them, no matter where you where they are, they look crazy. Um, the surprise for me is the Thunder look really good in these scrimmage games. The the Phoenix Suns look really good. Uh, the Houston Rockets look horrible. They don't look like they can finish at all. So that's just what I'm saying. And I do love the fake crowd noise, man. The, good man, I've, I've been rocking with it for a while. At least it give, have y'all seen any of the scrimmage games? I, I tried to watch the first half of Lakers versus Mavs. The, the camera I, looks amazing. Yeah, it puts you courtside. Yeah, I'll be honest. Yeah. What I do like about this though is the like you can hear what the players are saying too now. So like it brings a whole new dynamic of like. When you hear them like move the ball and like they're trying to like communicate and like go where they need to go, like it's it's really interesting because like that's that's part that's that's something part of the game you don't get when the commentators are like oh, like talk. talking and you got the crowd going. You know, it, it goes back to like when you're in high school and junior high when you can hear that stuff. You know, you can hear the talking on the courts. You hear the, the you hear the you hear the you hear the, the the squeaking of the sneakers. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and, they're yelling, and they're like, oh, fuck, that's foul, foul. Come on, real. My favorite one I'm hearing is, and I've been hearing it forever, Carmelo grabbing a rebound. Fuck out of here, I got it. <laughs> fuck out of here, I got it. <laughs> that's hilarious, bro. Like, it, it's like little shit like that, man. You, you don't, you, we won't get this again. Definitely you know, we won't get that. We won't get that audio. Definitely not. All right, so everybody's on here. Everybody has a team. Uh, we already know Sanjay's going to go Lakers. Who you, I picked the Bucks to win the championship. Chad, who you picking? You know who I'm going to stay with, my boy. Got to stay with my boy, Kawhi. Kawhi, okay. You know, I'm going. He, he, might, hit, he might be at the strip club. I don't know. No, nah, man, he went. Lou Williams <laughs> might be, but, you know, Kawhi ain't, man. You know, he's a fun guy. But he about the basketball, my boy. Uh, they almost lost without Lou Williams the other day, yesterday. They almost lost to the Wizards, just letting you know. They won by five in the last two minutes. Just letting you know. Are you, are you, I'm not taking you, any stock you, right you, now because it's just like you know. gloating over there, DC? Is there a slide? Yeah, because, because we don't have any of our stars playing right now. Yeah, dude. If we had, had our stars league. playing, it would have been over with. Sam, who you got? Who's your team? Uh, I'm taking the Bucks. Okay, that's two. That's two. So that's what we're going to do. 
the Bucks, the Bucks wrestle before every game. Is that me and Sam against the two of y'all motherfuckers tag team match coming <laughs> soon? <laughs> Once the Bucks win the championship. Oh, no, that, that was a trade. Good. Line right there. They look good. Um, baseball, 60 games. I'm going to be real with y'all. The 60 games, I'm trying to make this quick. The 60 games, it's kind of like an asterisk next to that fucking season because they already play – they play like 100-something games. 188. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow, one-third. You're pretty so, much playing a third. I'm, mm-hmm. I think – I hate to say this. I, if I had the money – I will put it on the Dodgers. The Dodgers look really good. I think they might only lose, like, but then also Houston look really good, even though they're fucking cheaters. And the Yankees look really good. But, I mean, they lost uh, yesterday to the Nats, my team, the Nats. I just don't see us being good this year, man. I love the they Nats. Have, they didn't they have lose. Hey, I got the chip, they though. They won on Thursday, but they lost yesterday. Oh. So, I'm going to go – I think the Dodgers, they have that hitting power. It's an easy season. All the games going to count for them. Who you got, Sanjay? What are you about to say? Uh, I'm really not too much into baseball, but I do like Houston a little bit just because of Altuve, the shorty dude. The short guy? Yeah. <laughs> and I did watch them, and I was like, you know, they were, when they won the first one, you know, they were kind of the underdogs a little bit, right? The first. Yeah, I mean, but to, to be honest, man, for me, the, the Astros have a taint on them just because. All because the of the tr- sign. Oh, the cheating, man. That's I mean, I think most the sad thing about it is, like, they think that we're going to just sweep, sweep it under the rug because they're not going to be on TV that much. And then <laughs> dude, people, they don't get dude, the fucking booing this year. They don't get fans to boo them. So it really sucks. So next year, I, I, I support us still booing the Astros next year because we didn't get to see them this year. Sam, That's who you got? Good. You watch baseball? Yeah, hey, I, I'm, I'm really uh... – you know what? I think an L.A. team is going to bring it home. DC, I like your pick of the Dodgers. But, you know, I'm, I'm going to keep my eyes open for the Angels because they still may – I still like them on uh, low-key. In a 60-game made season. the playoffs. When's the last time the Angels made the playoffs? Hey, look, this might be the year. 60 games ain't shit, man. Games, man. Mike, Mike Trout got that contract and ain't never made playoffs. Not once. And that's crazy, hey. right? But they can't the get Prescott is, buddy. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> that's a the, great segue right there, man. What are you about to say, Sanjay, one more time? For the baseball, like, there was a thing, like, maybe offense would be more, you know, have advantage of this short season. Has, has it been true in the few games? Yeah, because more they, they have a, they have a designated runs. heater. They have a designated yeah. heater. You're seeing more runs. I'm going to tell you the one thing I don't like about this whole thing, I've been watching these games, and especially as someone who's been betting on them, once they get into the tenth inning, they automatically get two runners on the first and second. Oh wow! Oh, and, I love that. It makes it quicker. Yeah, yeah, but whoever gets lucky knocks it out of the park is over with. It doesn't I mean, have the same thing. momentum as the old games, and I feel like they should at least kept that if they were gonna go down to sixty games. But they are but think, playing every day, so. I don't know, man. I think I think it's pretty good to do that. And the the reason I think this gives baseball a chance to like to experiment too, like yeah. the, the, with the DA teeter in the National League, but that's never ever happened. You know what I mean? But now you got one, so you get to take advantage of that stuff. Um, and as far as uh, the the that uh, the I mean, it, to me, it just speeds up the game. And that was the big thing about baseball too. They're talking about how long it takes. Um, mm-hmm. Just to add one more point in here. I do. I do. Think um, I'm looking at the LA Dodgers or the Yankees winning. I know that's kind of weird, but the Yankees just got a powerhouse. Like their batting lineup. Yeah, I think I think John Carlo wins the the AL MVP, but I also think that uh, someone from the Dodgers won the MVP. And um, shout out they to get Mookie, Mookie Betts. Yeah. I'll, I say shout out to Mookie to sign the largest contract in baseball right now. So yeah. shout out to him. Um. So that's a great segue. We're talking about contracts. I know Sam wanted to bring up Dax Prescott from our alma mater, Mississippi State. He he was not eligible to get – I mean, able to get his long-term contract. So what do you guys feel like that's going to bring in as far as for the Cowboys, all that stuff? I don't really like talking about the Cowboys just because I'm a Washington football (laughs) team fan, so – Man, this ain't this ain't this is about money, man. This is different. Um, 
I don't know, man. I don't know how I feel about that. I um, this is what this is his last year on contract, right? He's on the franchise tag. Well, he's on the franchise. I don't. I don't think they get a deal done at all this year. No, he can't. I, he's I, not I, eligible for a deal the rest of the year. Well, that's what I was about to say. Okay, well, he's not eligible. But I don't think they get a deal done next year. I think he ends up going to another team. Um, Redskins. Um, I don't. I don't. I don't know, man. Or Atlanta. That's the two things I had in mind. I, I think. He, I think. I think he gets a big contract somewhere else. Jerry Jones is not going to pay him, and the Cowboys are going to go go through a revolving door quarterback. Dak's probably going to go somewhere that's a pretty decent team or a team that's just looking for a quarterback and might end up winning a championship. Maybe I'm why, saying. Why do you, why you think, why do you think um, they just don't want to pay Dak? He's, he's been winning with them. Even though it hasn't been great winning, he's been doing better than Tony Romo did, and they kept Tony Romo around a while. I mean, the numbers of actually his numbers and Tony Romo's numbers for the first years are around about the same. And I, I, I sent that to you guys in our, in our, in our, in our group me, but um, just I, I don't know why Jerry Jones won't pay. I just think he's stubborn at this point. Or I don't know. Here's the thing I'm not going to put everything on Jerry Jones. I don't know what that or his agent is thinking. And I don't know what Jerry Jones is thinking. Because the stability is there for quarterback. You got somebody that's good. And then for Dak, I can get his thing on the money situation. But they just going to have to come to terms. I mean, on the contract length or whatever. But they just going to come to terms and find something that's going to work for both of them. Maybe you don't get as much. Maybe you don't. Maybe you take the longer contract and take more money or something. I don't know. Or the shorter contract and take what less money. But What about you, Sam? What are you thinking? All right, well, I'll tell you guys this. So this is, a, this is the worst-case scenario for the Dallas Cowboys. And the reason why is because this year they got to pay Dak Prescott $31.8 million under the franchise tag. Now, when this year's over with, since they can't redo a contract until the season's over, can't, they can't have contract negotiations until after the season, three, Dallas has three options. One, they can let him go. Two, they can put him under a franchise tag. And look about this. If they tag him again, they got to pay him because of Patrick Mahomes' contract. Dak, they got to pay Dak $38.6 million next year as a tag. Or they sign him to a long-term deal. So the problem is, is the fact that the Cowboys couldn't get a deal done. Dak wanted 35. Now they're going to have to pay him more after the season's over with if they want to keep him. No matter what. They lost. No matter what. They lost. good deal for him, man. And third yes, year tag deal. is fifty million, I think, close to that. Something like that, Sunday. It goes up. You're right, but it they got to pay him more money than what he was asking for initially. Now, or they got to let him walk. From so what I'm hearing is like so the whole deal is like the whole Kirk Cousins is like they want to you know the average of the three franchise year tag you know and they want that average divided by you know three years and they want to get paid yearly at least you know that should be the base then you know they can haggle over how much more you know so maybe. I don't know what the average was, but it was like close to maybe forty. Well, um, yeah. If if Dak was to leave, guys, what do y'all what do y'all think would be a good fits for him? You know what, DC? That's hard to tell, man, because the season hasn't started. Because you don't know where the need of quarterback is going to be this year. So I'm, I'm gonna um, personally tell you where I think it's going to be. Um, I think the Raiders, if if they don't do good, they get let go. What's his name? I do. I I think that. Carr. Derek Carr has not produced there at all. And so I think if they don't do good, I mean, that'll be a, a spot on place for him right there. Uh, that's the, pretty much one of the only places I see. Well, I, you know, Sanji had a good one. He said, Didn't you say Atlanta, Sanji? Yep, that's the best right, one. Bro. Well, you got to think, Matty Ice getting a little old, man. I mean, they still got a they still got a potent offense. To me, I think they got a potent offense. They they just loaded up at running back. They they got receivers. I don't see it. I don't see why he. And if Matty Ice don't perform this year, I can see that. That's what I'm saying. Like, depends on what Matty Ice like. If he goes another subpar season, which is hard to, you know, I know. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Sam is betting on you know Atlanta to be bounced back, which I agree, man. NFC South is gonna be back again. It's gonna be more formidable, but. If he has another okay season, they might move on. 
Yeah, one more one more place he could land, and it depends on how well they play. The Patriots. Yeah. No. Nah, but nah, I don't think nah, they won't pay because of the money. I don't see that. I think not, there is another team in that area. The Steelers. This could be Ben Big Big Ben's last year. They would know that. Ooh, man, him, yeah, man, him and Mike Tomlin together, man, that'd be pretty nice. Ooh, ooh, yeah, what about man. New Orleans? That'd be dope. Just Drew Brees. Drew Brees. I mean, they already said they they like they like Jameis. They want to see what Jameis does with that LASIK eye surgery. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't. I'd rather see that Dak is going to go where somewhere with weapons. And uh, I think well, the last team got named really didn't have. I don't. Okay, Pittsburgh doesn't have any weapons. Yeah, they do. What, what they do? They have not, a really not that great. They're I, I, okay. They're not what they used to be. I know y'all know what you do. And uh, the the the. the James uh, Connors fire. James Con- and their tight ends real good. Them as like, McDonald's, they got two of them now. Man, here's the thing. If that was the case, they would have been better than what they did last year. And they have quarterback. They were off they the did, and, it, and they actually did pretty good for not having big men. Or, yeah, they or won seven games. And you already heard what my guy said. Antonio Brown's a stealer forever. You never know. He might bounce back. He might man, get man, they, they, they need to let him play, bro. They need to let Antonio Brown play again. I hope he would come nah, to Dallas. He just, he, just, he just messed himself up. Antonio bro. Brown is the Kanye West of football. Ooh. open And I opened my beer saying that. Hey, I didn't. Let me <laughs> chime in on Dak. Go ahead, my guy. I feel like, you know, I think it's, they don't agree on the money, what, money terms or the man of the year or whatever it is. You know, there's like a little bit of less of confidence because, you know, they didn't make other players take, you know, less money. Zeke, the O line, the linebackers, you know, and now yeah, we went up to that. Million. <laughs> I really don't but, understand. I really don't understand but, why they wouldn't put their confidence in the quarterback. In a quarterback, like the quarterback is, according to offense, is one of the the second most, you know, important position on that line, on that fucking offense because the, the the tackle protecting them is the most yeah. important. But I mean, that's crazy. I think. I think Jerry Jones, you know, he really wants to win a Super Bowl before he, you know, he, you know, he ends his, you know, career as owner. So I think, you know, he, I think he's just trying to take another approach. He wants to like set a fire or I don't know, whatever it is. But, you know, he's like, this year, you know, I'm not giving an easy Time out, time out, time out. Did you say Jerry Jones wants to win the Super Bowl as an owner? Like, you know, as like, you know. So let's go, let's go back to this. This was an argument that came out during the last dance when, um, Michael Jordan was arguing with the GM and saying that we put that work in. We did the work. You know, that Super Bowl is ours before. Yeah, it's the Cowboys, but we are the Cowboys. Before it is anyone in the front office, I always and I firmly believe that the players belong, that Super Bowl belongs to the players before the front office. Because, yes, the front office uh, has to get the players. But, I mean, to be honest, all you got to do is throw the money at the fucking players. They'll come play there. I know, but you know, he did fire I, I, I a coach after winning two Super Bowls. Yeah, he did. He did. But the thing, like, I think the thing is, like, I think he's trying to. Use it. I don't know if I'm like overreading it or not, but Jerry Jones, I think, you know, most players when it's contract year, when it's money time, you know, you they de- their productions usually always goes up, like usually. And dude, and you know, Dak's been catching heat for a long time. I don't know. I feel I kind of actually like it. I think he should prove it himself. If he really wants that big ass money, that championship will, you know. You know, he'll prove it, and he'll be worth it. And, you know, it. and a lot of his teammates may not look at him slightly because, you know, some people may not get their and contracts the, as well. And this is my last thing about the, the Cowboys that I'm going to say, and Jerry Jones as an owner. Jerry Jones won Super Bowls as an owner in the 90s based off of the previous owner. He didn't win them from himself. The minute he started taking the team in his own hand, the minute he got rid of Jimmy Johnson – they yeah. stopped winning Super Bowls. When the way he got rid of Jimmy Johnson, they stopped winning Super Bowls. They won one afterwards, but that's because of the talent that they have. Yeah, Jimmy I Johnson mean, of won. course. But I mean, then the minute he went and he was going to be the, the over, he's going to be the fastest leader of the Cowboys. Is the minute that they stopped winning Super Bowls, and that's the yeah. truth. Whoa, whoa, that's a huge statement, there, buddy. And, and, and I mean, it's true. Exactly. You know, usually he's, he has so much control. Everything, you know, he's he claims to be the GM. You know, he says he is the GM. You know, he's the owner slash GM. That's his title, really. So at the end of the day, and he's overall football operations. Well, no, I I think his son is involved now too, just because he's going to pass it on to his son. 
But I mean, let's just be honest, bro. That that's that is what it is. That's the truth. Like they haven't won. They haven't been a they haven't been America's team. They are named that, but they haven't been winning like they should be because of what? There you go. It's just hype, man. Yeah, Jones. But I think he stays in Dallas. I think Dak stays in Dallas. Yeah, I think I, he's from Texas. He wants to play for the Cowboys. From Louisiana, ain't it? He's yeah, from Louisiana. No, he's, from Texas. he's not from Texas. Oh, I'm sorry. He's from Louisiana. He's from Louisiana. But the Dallas Cowboys was his team growing up. Yeah, because it's right next to it. I guess he had where. Yeah, uh, it's tough proximity. I can see. He is pretty deep rooted in the Dallas area. I heard he just signed uh, a deal with walk ons to like, be a part time owner of one and like the face of the, the ones in Dallas. So, I mean, he is pretty deep in Dallas, just like he is in Starkville. Um, he, he still does stuff in Starkville every summer. He hasn't been able to do it this summer. But uh, I don't know, man. I really don't. He has to prove, at least, if you know, not maybe you can't win the football, but deep playoff run, you know, prove, you know, you're, yeah, I think you're NFC, fucking good. You're right, Sanjay. I think an NFC championship, if he makes it that far, Minimum, he's going to get Because yeah. they got the talent, man, bro. This year, like – it's up to him, man. I think he should automate, you know, Ooh, like rugs. Ooh, that's gonna be nasty. You're right. All right, uh, let's get, let's wind down, man. And let's uh I know Shad said he had a uh, something he wanted to present to us at the end. So let's go ahead and let Shad give the Shad the flow, the floor. Go ahead, Shad. Ooh, I got the floor. So um I know last like a couple weeks ago we were talking about like race relations, man. You know, when we were talking about all that. Um I had a buddy of mine call me what last week, man, on some stuff, man. And uh-huh. No, nah, he, he it's 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 some good stuff, man. Cause I wanna talk about it cause it's it's a good thing because when he called me, he was he was like all like confused and stuff, man. <laughs> and, and and this guy went to uh he was in the, uh, he's in the guard and he's in, he's uh went to BLC with me. And uh, he calls me, goes, Greer, this is so-and-so, so-and-so. Um, and we just started talking. He actually called me while I was at work. And he was talking. He's like, man, do you think I'm a white supremacist? And I was like, what? Um, I was like, where is this coming from? Like, I, you know, in, 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 anyway, I ended up, like, we're not talk, we didn't talk about it. Where I ended up, he called me late on at night, but he explained the whole situation that he was talking to one of his his black friends, and he was like, I'm trying to understand where he is coming from. And I, at that point, I, and I just want to stop it right there because, like, I thought that was a powerful statement that he called me in trying to understand where this man was coming from or the anger that this, uh, his black friend had and that called him a white supremacist because he didn't necessarily go along or believe the same thing. In, 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 in trying to understand, like, where is his anchor coming from and how can he better uh, understand or, like, help the situation or is there anything he could do to get him to understand some stuff? You know, he was talking about um, the the TIPA, whatever they want to call it. I don't know. It's like um, – it stands for something. I can't remember. I read it earlier today, which is the, a phrase I've never heard to probably like a week ago or so, right? So we had a really open and candid conversation, man. And I, I just thought that was a, a powerful thing to bring up that, you know, in times like this, you got some friends, you got you got people who are actually reaching out to uh, understand people better, you know? Yeah, I feel that. That's good. Well, to answer his question, a lot of people are angry just because we feel like, I mean, just think about it, man. They're still protesting in Portland right now. It's like, bro, mm-hmm. they've been protesting a whole month. And the, the whole thing is they just want to protest to get equality. They're not, you know what I'm saying? And it, and it seems like everybody doesn't understand that. You know what I'm saying? Huh. That, but and, it, and it's not, not that we, we upset. Like we feel like, and me, especially me as a black person, I get fu- so fucking, not disgruntled, but just so fuck. I feel like no matter how hard we work, we're not getting anywhere and we're trying to get places and we're trying to, and, and, and people don't just understand that. Like, and, and, and that's my biggest thing. Every time I'm online, that's why I, I, every week I fight the urge to just, I, I want to cancel my Facebook. I just want to, I want people to just understand like, bro, 
there are some people that are getting dicked out of situations, getting fucked up, fucked, fucked, and just getting screwed. And some people don't have no remorse about them being screwed. Prime example, that girl got killed in her own home. And there's been more people arrested for her protesting than the people who actually killed that girl. And there was never a honest, never an honest, like, anything, any investigation, never anything honest, no transparency. And that's why people were pissed off. Well, that's what I explained to him. He's like, I, he's like, I don't understand. He said, he said how the guy was like, he was, he was more so radical and like, you know, burned down the government and um, the Breonna Taylor things. And he's like, he didn't agree with it. And I got where my boy was coming from. Now, I, I, the reason I say he's not white supremacist, although I don't know the guy that, like, that long or, like, known him for years, is when we were in BLC, we had conversations that there that let you know how a person was or what, what they're thinking, right? And he was one of those guys in my class that I competed with on a constant basis because I felt like he was on that level and he was – the level of understanding that he took. And that's why I was telling, I said, man, you have to look at it like this. And I said, I understand. I said, I don't necessarily agree with it. What I don't agree what he wants to do, but I see where he's coming from because as a black man, you're always enraged. And he says, why? I said, because man, you look at all this stuff that's going on. When I, when I, when I'm talking about, I said, the Breonna, and he talked about the Breonna Taylor thing because he lives in Kentucky. And he was like, and that was one of the things he was talking about. And I was like, you got things like that that happen that there are no repercussions to. Like, we get one, but we don't get everything. Nothing ever seems to ever change. And he was like, he's like, you're right. I said, like, we do. I said, sometimes, sometimes, because he didn't understand about the, um, about the riots either. And I was trying to tell him, like, sometimes in civil unrest, I said, the country was born on civil unrest. And he was like, yeah, it was. I said, and it's just one of those things that, you know, that America understands. I said, either we're going to fuck up shit, burn down shit, or we're going to fuck with your pockets. That's the only thing they understand. And he was like, yeah, you know, he, he said, you can see the frustration that you get. And I said, I, it frustrates me, but I have to rationalize a lot of time my anger. Because to me, I think it's real easy right now to radicalize black men black people in general because of how we feel and how we feel like nothing is going on in the country to, 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 to how do I want to say it to uh, alleviate the issue at hand, you know, like there's, you want policy change, but it seems like it's not coming fast enough. You know, what, 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 what makes things work faster is like you hit the pockets and you like, you destroy things. So, mm -hmm. How you guys feel about it, Sanjay, Sam? Uh, that's true. I mean, I think I think the I know it's a cliche thing, but voting, man, that's like the main power we have. Like you and you know, after especially African American for the vote in this election is you know voting big, not just not presidential, but up and down like we've been talking about. You know, local, state. Yeah. I mean, and change everything in America is always a slope, man. Nothing is always gonna come instantaneously i mean i know it's it's hard but like i mean i feel like there's has been progress right a little bit some positive from at least where we started as a country right to where right. we are at now sure. or yeah sanjay sure yeah, yeah definitely definitely i'm not i'm not arguing that fact that the country hasn't hasn't been better and that's also a topic that we, i covered too uh with another friend that i was talking to about I, i've been talking like all kind of things like that this week man and i thought those i don't i don't I don't, I don't know. Like, I was just listening, thinking about it. Like, the country has come a long way, but I think we still got a long way to go. You know? Yeah, I think the, the, the thing is, like, you know, the GOP and, like, well, not just any party, but the conservative, you know, a lot of these things that has been ingrained in society is because they, you know, they value this shit and they show up consistently, right? They sh they've shown up with these ideas and what they think is right, you know, the policies they stick put in, you know, that discriminate or a lot of shit. And, you know, they enforce it by showing up and, you know, making sure that they stay in power in a way, right? Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and they, it's also it's like with family, man. 
they don't think this way because you know when you grow up in a certain situation you know you don't experience the pain or the suffering no but this is one thing i did appreciate about my boy calling me he wanted to understand that pain and that suffering because he was like he's like griff i'm white as paper man he said you know i he said i he said it just bothered me i'm just boggled by my mind that i'll be called that and i told him well guy you're not but i'm going to explain to you where that where where that pain comes from and why it's like that and but and, for, for him to throw, out, huh just quick point you know I, was, I don't know i might have said this earlier but you know how you can relate to people you know you may not experience the same level of pain or frustration but you know as human beings, you know, we share the idea of love, enjoyment, you know, a lot of these same certain things, you know, how you're kind of, you kind of related, you know, things like this country was born on riot and unrest in a way, right? And he kind of understood, you know, kind of probably took that back to the revolution, right? War, the American Revolution, you know? It's like, yeah, you know, there's always been protests, you know, for a fight. So, I mean, trying to make understand, you know, if you understand that person, how to relate to them and, you know, share your ideas that they can understand or, you know, gain something out of it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I want to chime in here since we're under the two minute warning. Um, so I think one thing that's really important for us to always, anytime we have these candid conversations, I think one thing we always have to be so consciously aware of, and we have to educate our uh, fellow brothers who want to come and ask us for an understanding is that we have to give them perspective. I think one thing that we're having these conversations and one thing we have to make sure we do is man, we almost have to give them a history lesson on the corruption of this country from the time enslavement happened all the way to, through Jim Crow, all the way through the civil rights movement, all the way up to, uh, what was it, redlining and, and, you know, all the ways they tried, this system, this country has tried to keep black people, I'm not even going to say people of color, it's been specifically black people from being able to get the same or to share the same benefits that they were offering to white Americans at that time. And I think, you know, once we were able to do that, then you can talk about where the anger or the, the distraught that most black people show where it comes from. You know, it's been, you know, we got to think like this country is 200 and man, I forget, it's like 280 something years old from, you know, yeah. from the civil war. So, you know, we just got to be cognizant of perspective of timeline is that in all this, this country has had 400 years of slavery and we had about 50 or 60 years of Jim Crow, but we've only really been a desegregated nation for the last 50, 51 years. A little less than that, man. We're two generations. Uh, so you're looking at in my 68. mom. 68. Yeah. So, yeah, so like 50, 53 years. 52. Yeah, 52. Yeah, it's going on 52, 52, 53. Yeah, but we, yeah, about that long. So, sure. you know, we got to think, we still got a lot of work to do. There's yeah. been, um, you know, I think right now it's interesting because, um, you know, we're the generation, we're the children's children of the civil rights movement. And, and I was just about to make that statement. Like, we're two generations removed from the civil rights. I don't mean to cut you right. out, but civil rights. How have we benefited from that and the, the the growth that we have, I think, I think with the I think our generation the generation was kind of like skated by, and it was kind of like we didn't we didn't see a lot of unrest when we were little, and I don't know if you guys remember that, but like there wasn't a lot of like, you know, no, so, and, and it's not. I'm going to try to be quick here. Um, there wasn't Shad, and I think what it is is that because what it is is that who like it's always the generation after the generation that's mostly affected by whatever decisions are made by that current generation. So like mm -hmm. whatever decisions we come to now, our children's children is going to be the one who, who will ultimately they'll, they'll understand if what we've done was enough or not. And they'll try to push it further. Yeah. Like we're doing now for my grandparents' generation. Yeah. yeah and that's I, the key. Like, Maybe we don't get everything what we want, but we get it maybe for the kids, you know, our the generation ahead, you know? You're always yeah, advancing, but, at least. Yeah, but I think it's great hope. But you it's can a, force multiply. I think, I think you know, you, we're at a point maybe, you know, shit becomes force multiplied a little bit more. I do. I do believe that. I do, here's my thing, too. At the same time, I think, I think there's also this power dynamic that's shifting, man. 
You know, like uh, I know we said like last time millennials was like one of the bigger groups that's working now. We're we're moving into more of those political roles now. And I think a lot of this is seen from that not only us pushing it, but the generation behind us pushing this too as well. Because I see a lot of them out there, like the young, like yeah, the under 25 crowd. Yeah, definitely. Like that 25 to 15 crowd, man, they they out there. And we just like, yo, do y'all thing. We with y'all. We good. We yeah. here. You know? Because we got a job, man. Profession. It is. That's, that's the sad part, man. But it's like, it's the, you forget. That's, the, it that's one of the problems in America. You know, like they say growing up is kind of bad because to be in America, the system, you know, you have to have to maintain certain things. You know, you have to have a life. You got to work certain ways. You know, you can't see your family all the time. You know, it's a lot of things, you know, the lifestyle we want and certain things, you know, it takes. Definitely. Hey, well, guys, I hate to say that. We've come really close to our time this week. And this has been, this is the reason why I want to do this weekly, man. I, I, I love these conversations with you guys. I love doing this, man. Uh, any last words from everyone? I'm going to give everybody 20 seconds. Shad. Uh, I ain't got nothing, man. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. Hopefully we can get together and do this again. This is always fun as always, man. I love y'all, fellas. Sanjay? Yeah, it was a good talk. Enjoyed the topics and, you know, it was pretty fun hearing everybody. My guy, Sam? Yeah, Shad, uh, next time try not to eat up all the the tape time. Yeah, you say that every time, bro. <laughs> I'm always complaining. <laughs> man, talk more shit. Yeah, rambling, boy. I be trying not. You to gotta be more like Stephen A. You gotta interrupt, man. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! Hold up. This is a great this way to end. Show. This is my show, and this is a great way to end. This has been four quarters. Thank y'all for listening. Y'all be blessed. Take care of yourselves, one another. Yo, Good host, DC. DC, man. <laughs>